Hey everyone and welcome back to the Spartan Summit. So I am your host, Janaya, and I am here with You know man, it's Terrence, man. Okay, so Terrence, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like what grade are you in? You know? Um, I'm a junior. I uh I do two sports up at East. I do media club, I do Deca, I do soccer and baseball. And then next year when I'm a senior, I'm gonna see if I can be a kicker for football. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so no, I'm 16, man. <laughs> okay, so now that y'all know who Terrence is, so today we'll be talking about does traveling open our awareness for other cultures? So what do you, like, what do you know about other cultures right now? Like, do you um, consider yourself to know a lot about other cultures or just mainly your own culture? I don't consider myself to know a lot, but I do know about other cultures, and I know about uh, what other cultures are used to, what they have, like, learned in the past and what they're still learning now about the world. I know that certain cultures are going to have certain ways that they dress and they're going to have certain things that they eat, which may not be normal or considered normal to other to other cultures, such as, for an example, um, certain certain families of white descent or of uh, Caucasian descent may cook, uh, cook potato salad or any other dish in a certain way. And then maybe mm-hmm. a black person or a Latino person, maybe even an Asian person may cook the same dish in hundred maybe more different ways it's just about recipes and it's just about what the uh it's just about what the person thinks it's just about what the person thinks is right in that in that time right and i would say like not only food but like religious beliefs and like yeah. their ethics their mm-hmm. daily lives their but you can like also, their fashion trends all that like you said yeah, so you, you can also uh you can also take into account that some people may split off from their own cultures and try and join other ones. They may not always fit into it mm-hmm. immediately or fit into it at all. But I think there is a word for that, but I'm not too sure what it's called. But I think that's definitely true. A lot of people will kind of learn about other cultures and they'll become more educated about it. And then they'll kind of tend to want to like have a more appreciative like response to that culture. Or they may just want to join it in total. Now, I don't know about that because that sounds kind of like a culture appropriation, but... I'm not too sure, like, how, like, what's considered inappropriate and appropriate when it comes to, like, doing things from other cultures. Like, I think, like, cooking and all that, I think that's pretty safe. But the fashion trends, I'm not too sure. Or maybe, like, or maybe, like, they're, I think the religious beliefs, you can definitely, um like, learn more about that and kind of, like, join that. Because, you know, religion is a, such a big topic. So, yeah. right. So, I think traveling, I think that definitely does open your eyes to other cultures. Because I've never traveled outside the country, but even, like, traveling to, like, different states, you can see, like, how, like, Southern culture is so different from, like, Midwest. Because we live in the Midwest. We were from St. Louis. like So, like, a lot of stuff, like, I traveled to Texas, and a lot of stuff i seen there, like, you would not see in St. Louis. So, like, not mm-hmm. even just, like, cultures. You'd be talking about, like, microcultures and just, like, different locations. Like, accents, too. Right, accents. Uh, if you go to, like, Baltimore or if you go to Atlanta. Um, those are two cities that have the biggest accents and they talk in uh they talk in certain ways, but that's also because they that's just through through the generations. Baltimore has certain they, they say certain things in a certain way. So instead of saying two, they may say chew or something like that. Mm-hmm. In Atlanta, they they slur their words, which I'm from there, but Atlanta people they slur their words when they're not talking in a formal way they slur their words and it all like flows together so it may sound like they 
like they got a speech impediment and they really don't they just talking how they talk yeah i've noticed that too like a lot of um different areas around the world they have different dialects different languages and all that so yeah. obviously i speak english um i don't really like claim an accent or whatever but you know if i travel out of the country and i don't know go to a part of china they might be speaking mandarin uh all right so that's why i think traveling rather than staying put in one place will help you appreciate other cultures because once you're just in one area you ain't really gonna know what's out there like you're not gonna know so i think it's important to travel like get out your comfort zone and maybe before you go like out of the country you should probably educate yourself on like the place you're going because i don't know i think in france because i was in my french class and i heard like in france um they don't have like the same outlets we have in america so like if you bring like a flat iron or if like the plug is you, you ain't gonna have nowhere to plug it. but this is just random stuff so like that's why i say like you gotta you gotta educate yourself on the culture and their customs before you go there because you never know like what might be considered inappropriate or disrespectful when you do go out of the country mm-hmm. but i still think it's important to go so i think um if i was to go outside the country i would probably go to like australia or something where would you go oh where would i go yeah. um if i could go anywhere in the world yeah outside the country outside the country i definitely like with everything still going on this is going on right now um not going to mexico not going to europe i was considering the middle east or canada or the caribbeans the caribbean islands possibly canada though they have some of the nicest people there and some of the lowest crime rates but it's also really cold up there and that's that's another thing i like because they have uh they have cool animals up there, like uh if you never heard of the the harpy eagle, they got that up there. That's that's real cool. And then uh, grizzly bears too, like right along. Do we the not way. have grizzly bears in harpy we eagles do, but in America? Harpy eagles are kind of rare down there. Oh. Uh, but harpy eagles are more so used to colder climates. Okay. Yeah. So Canada, Canada, where I'm going. That'll be cool. Um, I also think when you travel anywhere, you can become like more, like better at your communication. Because I don't know if you heard of the term cultural competence, because this is something I'm learning in my intercultural communications class. But cultural competence um, is a range of, how do I say this? Cognitive, affective, and behavioral skills that lead to effective and appropriate communication with people of other cultures. So I think like, if you were to go somewhere else, like that'll give you like the experience you need to talk to somebody from a different culture because obviously like when you're used to talking to people who like sound like you, who talk the same as you, then you're not gonna know how to talk to somebody like who's not so much similar. So I feel like that's another reason why traveling can kind of broaden your eyes when it comes to different cultures because you'll get to learn how to like talk to people of other cultures so do you agree mm, yeah. <laughs> okay but yeah so i think once you do start traveling you know outside into different areas and places it will make you become more cultural competent and know how to communicate with people of other backgrounds which i think is very important like and when i say culture i don't mean just people of different ethnic uh backgrounds i mean like people of just different um, microcultures as well. Like maybe someone who has different religious beliefs, 
religious beliefs, someone who has different religious beliefs than yourself, I don't know, because like they might have different ways of communicating and stuff. So I think that's also very important to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, another thing that I feel like that I feel like people shouldn't do, I feel like people shouldn't just put stereotypes automatically onto certain cultures or judge certain cultures because of the things that they do. Like um, certain cultures in Africa eat certain wild things and they drink certain wild things or things that we think are wild. And uh, um, like there's a tribe in Africa. If you watch certain documentaries on National Geographic, there's tribes in Africa that drink cow's blood. They drain the blood from the neck and then they they drink it. That's just part of what they do. And then when they get introduced to new foods, they like American foods, they may not like it because it may be they they may find it weird. They might they may not find the taste good because they've grown up on something else. So I feel like you shouldn't just judge it or say it's weird and automatically come to an assumption unless you've tried it. I ain't trying no cow's blood, so I don't know how it tastes for it. But it could be good. I could like it. I don't see myself trying it in the near future. Just don't do it. You know, it's not nice. We okay. don't we don't bully. Okay. Act like you got common sense, basically. But that just made me think of something. I don't know if you ever heard of the word um, ethnocentrism. Have you heard of that? No, nah, what's Ethno- that? So basically, ethnocentrism is like, um, it's kind of like when you, like how you're saying, like stereotypes and things that might seem out of the ordinary from your own culture. Because once you view something like that's not particularly something you do that's outside of your culture, they consider it like different or like strange and like kind of incorrect. So like, for example, like somebody who strongly believes in Christianity, like if they hear something, now I'm not speaking for all Christians, but I'm saying like someone who strongly believes in ethnocentrism, like if you have strong Christian beliefs and you hear about a different religion, you might automatically get defensive and like say like, oh, that's incorrect, da 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 da, like mm-hmm. this and that. So like that's ethnocentrism. It kind of it's kind of like the same as stereotyping something, but you're also like putting down the other's culture at the same time. Yeah, because um, I know there's Christians who deny that deny that there are other religions such as oh, does does Egypt have a religion? Because Egypt, there's certain- I believe Islam, right? Yeah, but ancient Egyptians also believed in like uh, multiple gods. Oh yeah, they did. Um, yeah, and there's still people today that do. They believe that there's multiple gods. There's uh, African, African countries that believe, or African people that are they believe there's multiple. They believe in multiple gods, but you also got um, you also got religions like Buddhism who don't believe that there is a higher power at all. They believe that there may have been someone who just taught them. If if I'm correct, I don't, I'm not gonna quote anybody on this or quote myself on this but um i believe that buddhism believes that there was just somebody who came along and taught people how to be the perfect human being or they taught they taught other people how to be the best person that you can be yourself and to uh to work on that but um i don't know if that's i don't know if that's accurate or true i'm just trying to remember what i what i what i believe i read so but yeah, I agree with that. And um, like, ethnocentrism is kind of like another thing that feeds into like a culture thinking they're like superior than others, or like beliefs that your religion is like everyone should be following this, or like. I don't think that should happen, man. Cause that's I, I think yeah, that's I don't true. believe like I do believe ethnocentrism is real, but I don't think it should be like taught because like everyone is gonna think like 
Yeah. My main thing is just don't don't judge. That's really my main thing. And I don't know if that's just me personally. My main thing is like not to teach people to judge because what you might think, what you might think is like crazy. No, what you might think is like the way to go. Like this is what we should be doing. Might not be what like other people think. So like, what you eat might not be what other people think you should be eating. Like, like vegans for for example. Don't think you should eat meat or or like harm animals in any kind of way. But you may feel that that's necessary so that you can survive and get protein. Right. Which you can. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that eating meat is always right because you can definitely get proteins from other things such as plants. I'm just adding that on. Okay, bro. Whatever you say, dude. I'm just playing. I'm just adding. But, yeah, so, so like I was saying, this might be, like, the fifth time me trying to uh, restate this same sentence. But, like I was saying, ethnocentrism is definitely real in the world. And, like, some people enforce or promote, like, that one's culture or one's beliefs is, like, the one that, like, it's the best one. But I don't think, like, that should be taught, and I don't think it's true. But, obviously... Like I said, that's why traveling creates. Yeah, it can help. It, it can help. it can help because if you don't, then obviously like that's how stereotypes and all of this. Because what you think might not be a fact. So like, what you think of somebody's yeah, culture, you're not gonna actually know that until you get out there, like get in the field and like, you know, like go there. So that's what that's just what I think. Um, so y'all heard our opinions on the topic. So we're interested in you know hearing what you guys get to got to say about it. So, you know, right. So that's all for today. But make sure y'all to make sure to follow our our Instagram, our YouTube, our Twitter. We got all that. Like it's in the bio. So make sure y'all do that and uh, listen out. Like be notified for our next episode. And yeah. So bye. This episode was produced by Janaya Cannon, Terrence West, Paris Prince, Levea Dudley, and edited by Braxton Keeley.